Hello and welcome back to Queers in the Club, your new music podcast hosted by me, George. I know it's been a while. I have been very busy with my graduation and my final year of uni, so I apologise, but I'm back. In this episode, we're talking about my favourite six songs for the summer. Yes, welcome back to Quiz in the Club. I'm so happy if you are joining us. However, if you are not joining us, I wouldn't be surprised because you may have forgotten that this podcast existed. Um, But if you are, thank you very much for listening and I hope you're doing well. I'm currently recording this in my living room in 35 degree heat. So if you are feeling the summer vibes, this is the place to be. Um, As I mentioned, today's episode is going to be a bit of a break from the format that I kind of usually take with the podcast. I'm actually going to just be discussing six songs for the summer, just because I love a bit of alliteration. Again, these are all by queer artists or queer producers, etc. So I'm very excited to get into it. As I mentioned, apologies for being basically absent for however many months. I'm pretty sure my last episode was at the end of April, so... Um, yes, I just have been rather busy. Um, so thank you for sticking it out with me if you've if you've made it this far. So this episode then, getting straight back into it, queer artists, six songs. We're going to look at the summer vibes. This, you can add these to your playlist um, to deal with the kind of sweltering heat that we've currently got. Um, I don't know about you, but it's boiling where I am um, up in Nottingham. Uh, so it's not been the most fun of, of times, especially in, during sleep. But, you know, once we kind of get past that record breaking heat, hopefully you'll be able to enjoy it a little bit. Maybe do some sunbathing and add these songs to your playlists. The first song then that I'm going to be talking about is the song Big by Tank and the Mangas with Big Frida. Now, Big Frida has been everywhere recently. Obviously, Beyonce's Break My Soul came out, um, which I guess you could also add to this list um, as it involves Big Frida. Um, And that had lots of energy and lots of that kind of New Orleans spirit, um, which is why Big Frida makes a perfect collaborator for Tank and the Bangers. This song actually came out kind of the end of the October period but I've put it in here because Tank and the Bangers released their full album Red Balloon um, a couple months ago and the energy of this song is just perfect for summer the clue really is in the name with this one everything about this song is big it's got massive horn sections some crazy like um, off-kilter flows and raps from Tank as well as the support coming through from Big Frida herself I've probably talked about Big Frida before, but if you don't know, she's a trans icon famous for her music. As I've mentioned, collaborated with Beyonce a couple times, as well as really big other kind of mainstream artists. Kesha, I believe. Um, But she's famous for bounce music, which is this kind of subsection of um, hip-hop music. Again, very much originated in New Orleans. And so it makes perfect sense why these two would cross over. Tank and the Bangers are a jazz um, group or collective, I suppose. Um, And so combining those things, the hip hop and the jazz, which is so much connected anyway, and really amping up the volume on it, just makes for a perfect song. Um, 
If you've been around me, you've probably heard me play it because I'm a little bit obsessed. It's got this really infectious energy um, and it's definitely one that I would love to see perform live because I cannot imagine the the kind of energy that will come through. So turn it up. If you're not too hot, dance along. The second song of our six songs for summer then is one by a big artist at the Yeah Yeah Yeahs collaborating with Perfume Genius on the song Spitting Off the Edge of the World. Now, Perfume Genius, I have a little bone to pick with him because, um, well, basically my dissertation was on Perfume Genius, amongst other things. So definitely he took up a lot of my time, but um, safe to say it was worth it in the end. Here, though, he collaborates with Yeah Yeah Yeahs for their first song in almost a decade, which is crazy to think about given just the popularity of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Um, you probably recognise the song Maps, which is very, very famous and led by singer Karen O. Um, this song then, I mean, people were anxious, I suppose, to see what the sound of this song would be like. Obviously, I think for a lot of fans, they want something that would be kind of reminiscent of of their previous work, of that body that is, is so well loved. But in the same point, you've got to kind of progress. And actually, I think this collaboration does that perfectly to a T. To me, this song is all about kind of restraint and release, I suppose, um, in the sense that Karano again uses that very kind of whispered tone and, and kind of draws everything back before pounding it out into this kind of fuzzy sound of electric guitars. Um, and Perfume Genius works perfectly with that. I actually need to um, review Perfume Genius' latest album, which came out last month. Um, and again, something that I, I would definitely want to talk about, so watch out for that. But this song then is great in having maybe a chill out moment. If you're feeling a bit hot and bothered, put this on and kind of transcend into outer space, as it were. Um, so yeah, definitely give this one a try. Next up, we have a very exciting up-and-coming duo, a band who I actually saw live when I went to see Pom Pom Squad in Brighton, and they were the opener. And I'd actually never heard of them before, but I fell in love. Me and my boyfriend were like, oh, hang on, actually, we this is amazing, and we really need to look them up. And they're called Arcs, that's A-R-X-X, and the song is Couldn't Help Myself. What I loved so much about Arcs was their energy. They create this big, big sound with only two of them. And sort of in that Royal Blood-esque way, actually it comes across as all the more impressive um, and all the more refined. They also were having so much fun, which was just so good to see. Like even in their interlude part, sort of between tracks, they were, they were having a bit of banter with the audience and between themselves, um, dressed in their white uh, boiler suits. Um, and this song really stood out to me um, as, as a favourite of mine. So I immediately went and downloaded it. And then just a few weeks ago, actually, it became um, the song chosen for BBC Introducing, um, which was incredible. And I was like, ah, oh, this is this is meant to be. Maybe they're, they're on the rise. So glad that they're getting noticed. In terms of the song itself, it's a really fun, infectious song. Definitely kind of sing along. Um, one that I could see myself driving to if I could drive and um, that would be a first step but then I would definitely put this on and hopefully if you know BBC introducing it picked it up it might even be on the radio so listen out for it 
The duo were very infectious, as I say. So it's made up of Hanny, who is actually a part-time barber um, and apparently cuts Clara's hair, who is the other half. Um, they're both queer, and um, all I can say is that this is just such an infectious song. Um, it definitely kind of plays into the kind of alt-rock grooves, but in the ultimate sense of the song, it, it's just catchy as well. So definitely good vibes only from this song. Um and definitely a sing-along one too, so add it to your playlist. As we reach the halfway mark then, I just kind of want to chat to you a little bit about what I'm hoping to do going forward. Um, So I'm definitely kind of looking to kind of review some of the albums have come out. Um, As I mentioned, Perfume Genius, Angel Olsen, even Kay Tempest back from April. So I've kind of missed a few that I would definitely like to to chat about. Um, Some track reviews, maybe even some live reviews as well, just in terms of artists that I've I've seen and then want to discuss sort of post-show. As I say, this will kind of be doing some catch-up work, but hopefully you guys are okay with it. If you have any suggestions or recommendations that you want to get in touch with, please um, DM me on Instagram. Um, the Instagram is at Quiz in the Club, and hopefully I'll be able to see your recommendations. And it could be from any genre um, or any artist, new, old, dead, alive, pop, underground. Predominantly queer would be nice, but other than that, the criteria is all yours. So that's the kind of plans going forward. Again, I just want to say thank you for listening, but I will quickly get back to the next three songs in my six songs of summer. Safety chance. At number four, then we have the new song by Arca and their frequent collaborator, Safety Trance, um, which is actually a pseudonym for an artist by the real name Louis Garvan, um, who often collaborates with Arca and They've just released this track um, under their new alias and they're going to be dropping an EP in July. Um, this song, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, so forgive me, it's El Alma Que Te Trajo. And again, I quite like Arca's other stuff. I mean, I've talked about Arca quite a bit on this podcast, but um, it's kind of reggaeton influenced um, with a kind of more glitch based approach. Um, it's similar to what Arca's produced before, but I guess with that kind of safety trance influence, there's a bit more of a pop aspect to it, I suppose. I find that where Arca's other work can sometimes be maybe off-putting to a casual viewer or listener, I should say. Don't know why I went with viewer. Um, this song maybe has a bit more um, familiarity, um, especially in those kind of reggaeton influences. Um, so for fans of Rosalia or Bad Bunny, this is definitely something you should check out. Um, and I think it kind of conveys that similarly sort of summer vibes. I don't know why so much reggaeton is clearly linked to kind of summer, um, but I suppose this, this song is an example of that, and I definitely recommend it. And I would very excited about Safety Chance's new EP. As I mentioned, they often produce for Arca, so their sounds are similar, but you know have their unique differences. So here we see um, Arca's voice being used fully on the track. Um, So yeah, I think the two of them bounce off each other really, really well. Arca is a great artist and I would love to see them live too. Um, She's she's so cool, but yeah. So give this song a listen and see what you think. Um, Maybe this could be like a little gateway into uh, some of the more deeper cuts off Arca's discography. Give it a try. 
Now, if that was too upbeat for you and actually you decide that you can't move in this heat, that's totally fine because we've got this next song by Tom Berlin, um, which is a song that maybe is a bit more on the chill side. It's called I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This, but that is, I should point out, abbreviated. Um, so if you're trying to search for this song, um, I'll try and read out the, the abbreviation. It's, it's kind of hard, but it's IDKW. N-T-H-T I don't know who needs to hear this um, So yeah, good luck for trying to find that And just to add to the confusion The actual title of the album that this song was the first track from Is also called I don't know who needs to hear this So yes, the album is the full title But the song is the abbreviation And it appears as the final track of this album which is the second full-length album by Sarah Beth Tomblin. What I love about this track is its simplicity and the messages that it's trying to preach. Tomblin described it as a sonic altar of sorts, um, taking a moment for remembrance and clarity and intentions, which sounds like a wishy-washy way to kind of talk about a song, but I kind of think that comes across, especially in the way that um, the meditative way that Tomblin plays with melody and refrain as she sings with the um, guest vocals of Todd Slant's Felix Woolworth. Collaboration then seems to be like kind of central to Tomblin. Um, Alex G produced her last EP, but what I love about this song is that simplicity and the vocal interplay between her and Felix Woolworth. Again, as I say, this maybe is one to add to a chill playlist. If you just need some downtime, you know that moment where you, you step away from the sun, if you're sunbathing, you come back into a house and suddenly everything just feels a little bit cooler. Um, maybe this is the song for that moment. But yeah, definitely check it out. And I'd recommend the album. I don't know who needs to hear this in full. Um, maybe if you're a fan of Ethel Kane, who I've mentioned before, this might be something kind of adjacent to that. But yeah, if you do manage to search it off, given the name, uh, do add it to your playlist. And the sixth song then to finish off these six songs of summer, which is a lot of alliteration there. I should probably talk about sizzling sausages or something. Um, it's a song that I've been listening to since it came out. And I've definitely played it around a lot of people because I'm a bit obsessed. And it's Cardboard Box by FLO. I got a confession. I don't think this song, I found it through Twitter and I think it's kind of blowing up um, here and there. FLO are a new girl group comprised of three different singers. Um, all black girls who um, are kind of repping the Y2K 90s R&B comeback trend I suppose um, and for that reason they've been getting a lot of traction but not a lot in terms of like YouTube views or Spotify listens I think um, which is a shame because I've literally been listening to this song on repeat it's so catchy it's so good and as I say it's got those 90s vibes and what is great about this song uh, you know by itself it would be a cracking track but like what I love particularly is that it's produced by M&EK um, who is obviously a queer um, producer. They've done lots of lots of production, collaborated with Clean Bandit and lots of DJs. Um, so the fact that they produced this song is just, you know, the icing on the cake, as it were. Um, this song is so catchy. I can't 
say that enough. Um, FLO have like a big, big future ahead of them, you can tell. They've just released their EP, which is mostly produced by M&EK. Um, a couple songs aren't, but it's a five track EP, so definitely sink your teeth into that. They've just released the music video for their second single. Um, and again, it's all those kind of 90s R&B vibes. Um, been compared to the Sugar Babes a little bit, definitely can see that influence. Um, hopefully there aren't so many rotating members, but you never know. Um, yeah, I just love this song. Like, I don't know what else there is to say about it. Um, and as I say, it's been out for a little bit. Music video is great. Can't praise it enough. Definitely one that you could just kind of jam out to maybe when you're getting ready to go to a prize or whatever. Um, just whack this on and it's just a feel good track. Um, and kind of a breakup song as well, telling the guy to put his stuff into a cardboard box. So all in all, it's immaculate vibes. And I think it's a good way to finish this podcast. That's been it then. Six songs for the summer. Definitely add some of those tracks to your playlist if you like them. Those artists are all queer or, you know, the songs have queer production perhaps. Um, so you're supporting queer artists at the same time as listening to some good music during this heat wave. Um, please remember to stay cool. I'm sure everyone knows that, but, you know, drink lots of water, wear your sun cream. Um, I myself have been inside most of the time. Um where possible just because today it's been 35 and tomorrow it's supposed to be 40 so yay enjoy the summer vibes i'll see you at some point for some album reviews and some track reviews bye